Welcome everybody to the latest match day matinee where we take. Hold on, you got to start again. Yo, it's been two weeks, man. (laughs) 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 Hello, everybody, and welcome to Match Day Matinee where we take our love for football and cinema and dive into the cinematic takes of the beautiful game. My name is Raghav Sandhu, and I'm joined by Adam and Mark Yam. How are you guys doing? How are you doing, Mark? Awesome, man. Nailed it. You nailed the intro. It's been a while. I didn't think you would do it, but you killed it, man. Uh, yeah, it's Congrats. been two weeks. It's been two weeks. We've been on a midseason break. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of actual football, so I've totally botched that first intro, but it's fine. Adam, how are you doing? Good. Also watching a lot of football. I'm in a better mood about football now. England won 3-0 against Wales today. And yeah. Portsmouth have scored seven goals this week. Not in the same game, I should point out. Two separate games. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> So, uh, we're we're also scored seven goals. Oh, come on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have to, (laughs) yeah. On the the week where I get, I finally get all of my Liverpool uh, memorabilia from England shipped to me. Uh, I finally grabbed it. So, I had all the Liverpool echoes from the day after they won the uh, Premier League. I've got the match day program from the day, uh, from the game after they won with the whole champions pullout and message from Jurgen Klopp. And I got the, uh, the membership now for next year so if I hypothetically could travel and wanted to watch a game that I could uh, potentially get some tickets probably not though but um, yeah um, let's dive into today's movie let's just get straight into it um, so the movie that we are reviewing today is called Penalty it's a Hindi language film available worldwide on Netflix it was released on July 19th uh, 2019 and it runs for 2 hours and 8 minutes it's directed by Shubham Singh, produced by Rudraksh Films, and it stars Lukram Smil as Lukram, so he actually uses his own name. Uh, and I believe that's because he's actually a uh, Manipuri student um, that was kind of just taken on to do this film, so they wanted to use his real name. There's also another Manipuri student called Biju. That's actually his real name as well. So they kept the Manipuri students, they, uh, they, they kept the name, and I'll get into what that means um, you know, as we go on to the film. The film also starts KK Menon as Coach Vikram Singh, uh, Coach Vikram Singh of SMRU, um, and KK Menon is a huge actor in India. So this is not, yeah, this is not a low. I mean, it's lower budget than Bollywood, but it's, it's not. I mean, it's. This it's a guy, special this, appearance, as they it, called it in the credits. Yeah, yeah. This guy, okay. this guy is a huge deal. Um, Shashank Arora as Parth, who's uh, KK Menon's assistant coach in the film. Um, he's not a huge actor, but he does a lot of art house films um, and is very popular for those. He has a bunch of awards in Indian cinema. Um, and then we have Manoj Singh, who's pri- personally my favorite character in the show, as Ishwar, who is Lukram's friend at the university. Yeah. Um, I'll walk you through a brief synopsis of the film. I'm not going to go through the entire plot right now because I want to discuss it a little bit, but basically at a Lucknow college, an aspiring football player's dream of playing for the national team is threatened when he faces discrimination for his Manipuri background. Um, and that's exa- exactly what the film's about. And I want to explain exactly what Manipuri is. So it's a reg- it's a state in northeastern, northeastern India, very, very close to that Burmese Chinese uh, border in the Himalayas. Um, and the people don't look like what you 
would think a typical Indian person look lo- looks like. They're mo- more East Asian looking than they are South Asian looking. Um, and the movie is essentially about the discrimination that he faces when he goes to Lucknow to attend college or university um, and the discrimination he basically faces for not looking like the rest of the population um, and being from a different person. Uh, sorry, being from a different region. Um, so that's essentially what the movie is about. But before we dive into the plot, uh, what did you guys make of the film? What did you guys think of it? Initial thoughts? Mark. Um, I didn't really like it, to be honest. It wasn't it wasn't exciting. It was a very slow movie. It it, tr- it was too heavy handed and trying to be dramatic. Um, the the whole racism angle did catch me off guard. Like it yeah. wasn't until halfway through the movie, and that's mostly because of my ignorance of that uh, that area that you're speaking about, Manipuri, yeah. and uh, just culturally, right? Yeah. Um, so kind of like halfway through the movie, when all of a sudden I realized that he's being treated like this because of racism. It, it really was um, a shocking moment to me. It was yeah. almost like Bruce Willis, like is a ghost in sixth sense type thing where I'm like, Oh my God, like that's why the girl didn't love him back. And that's why these people are mean to him. So yeah, it was, it was completely my ignorance of it, but uh, that was good. Everything else, not so much. Um, it, it could have been good if they shortened it a bit and were a little bit more genuine with it. But yeah, like everything had to be over dramatic. And I don't know if that's just like that type of filmmaking, like Indian filmmaking that they had to be so heavy handed. Yeah, I figured, but yeah, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. How about yourself, Adam? Me neither. I was not the biggest fan of it. It definitely plodded. And I have a different view on the racism. I don't think it was well done. Like like you said, it appears like halfway through the film. Like he didn't get he still got to trial out for the team and stuff that we'll kind of get into. And the reason he didn't perform in that game and then got he was like the sub that got subbed off was nothing to do with his race. It was because he was playing crap because he was pining after Pooja, the girl that declined him. And even with that, it wasn't obvious that she declined him because of his race necessarily. Like she found it sweet that he'd written a letter to her in Hindi. And then, I mean, we'll get into it when we get to the, but he doesn't, the racism is convenient. Is convenient. Like when they lose a game later on in the film, that's when they really turn on him. But really, it's because he played badly. Like they show you, him. it's not like he did really well in the game, and then they use racism anyway to pick on him. They're just all angry that they lost the game, and it's like, well, let's pick on the one guy that's different to the rest of us. It's like a convin- uh, what is it like convenient racism as it suits the plot kind of. And then the coaches aren't really racist all the way through. They kind of give him the support he needs needs um it's kind of a pivotal scene towards the end of the film that we find out why the coach is such a prick basically and it's nothing really to do with race it's to do with like being a good sport on the pitch kind it's just yeah really weird and i mean we'll get to it but i think this film is some of the most shocking football scenes we've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean so in my opinion i think what the theme of this movie is is really a positive thing it's a good thing to highlight i think the execution was piss poor um i i just yeah like you're right you know themes start showing up in the middle of the movie when it's like you know you know when you see things i even i even slacked you guys today i'm like this guy doesn't deserve to be on the team right and (laughs) right and 
And um, yeah, I mean, I, I see what this film was trying to do, but the execution was just really, really poor. And I think some of the scenes were so drawn out and some of the storylines were so drawn out where I think this movie could have been shorter. It could have been more concise. And the main actor, even though this was his debut film and he doesn't come from acting, um, I thought he could have put a little bit more into the film um, along with some of the supporting cast. Like I said, I think the actor KK Menon that played the coach of the university team that was being the dick to him. I think he did a really good mm. job. And I think his friend uh, that rooms with him, uh, the actor Manoj Singh who plays Ishwar in the movie, I think he did a really good job. Uh, Cause, yeah, cause he, he's meant to be one of those like happy go lucky guys. Everything's a laugh, everything's. And I think he did a really good job. I just think the racism, the racism issue or, or the prejudice or whatever you want to call it, I think they could have, amplified it a little bit more but i think the theme that they were trying to hit is something that india as a country fundamentally needs to do and just uh, you know shed some more light on it every region in india is different than the region that's beside it you know there is no same two places like if you're from punjab you know from punjab you're a lot different than people that are from Gujarat and you're a lot different than people that are from Mumbai. The South versus North are distinctly two different races. And now you're adding a third one from, from, uh, you know, Manipur and, and these people that are from, from the Himalaya mountains. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a, not a melting pot. It's actually, it's a mosaic, but a divisive mosaic between different cultures, creeds, religions, and 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 you see this stuff happening time and time again. Whether it's sports, it's it's cinema, it's music. You do see these things uh, where northern Indian people that are a fairer complexion are actually preferred uh, to people from the south or, or more towards the uh, uh, East Asian side. As long as you're Indian, I guess. It, like yeah. the complexion is, yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> because I guess I've seen it before in like Indonesians, I guess, where it's, you look um, East Asian, but you're yeah. South Asian, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is really interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it gets worse. And I think Hassan Minaj might've done, uh, done a, or maybe had a piece on this or, or something where he said, and this is true. Cause I've seen this ointment or cream or whatever you want to call it. It's called fair and lovely. It's sold mm-hmm. to women to explicitly try to make them more light skinned. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sammy Sosa got hooked on that stuff. Sorry. Sammy Sosa, the baseball player. Oh yeah. If you that see him now, that. like he's been using that cream every day. It's almost like a bleach, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's white. Yeah. Now. It's crazy. Yeah. I, Dude, I didn't know that that worked, but hey, what, what, what do yeah. I know? <laughs> I think it's literally a bleach, yeah. 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 You guys thought K.K. Menon was good in this movie? <sighs> he was okay in this movie. I don't know. I felt like he was in a different movie sometimes. Like he was... Do you know what I compare it to? The Street Fighter movie. Raul Julia, like, brought yeah, in yeah. Bison. Like, this intensity, like, a theatrical performance, and yeah. no one else around him is, like, Even- as asked at all. Like, the most... He gives these impassionate speeches. Also, there's the like training scenes where he's like drilling everybody and nobody looks like they're even trying. He's like, <laughs> you're going to go harder, sprint. And they just like jog. And he's like, I'm going to make you sweat. And they're like deep breathing, but not sweating. Yeah. It's just like, he's putting his all into it. And they can't even be asked to like run. They don't even have to there's, do any words at times. They just can't be bothered. Yeah, there's so, one part where yeah. he's yelling at the guy because the guy's lazy or something. And he's like, he just says something. I can't remember what he says. But then like the shortest guy on the team runs up and jumps on the other guy's back and the player is forced to carry him around and he's playing it so intensely but it's just you can't help but laugh at that yeah yeah so this is fundamentally like an art house independent film in india this does not have the backing of any major studio i think 
I've it's, never heard of this production like a, house. Yeah, it had a special thanks right at the beginning, right? So then that made yeah. me think: is it like crowdfunded or like at least independently funded or something? Yeah, for sure, independently funded. Um, tourism India, I think, or Visit India, the tourism board funded it. I think I saw. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so it's another my English soccer adventure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the whole Manipur region is not very visited if at all actually um i was reading the travel advisory for some reason after watching this movie but um it has basically said that you know try to or in the past at least try to avoid all travel because there's you know terrorism there's uh, um okay. there's terrorism there's vi- uh, violent uh, muggings and things like that and um they say a lot of that influence is coming because it's right close to the burmese border and they're in a crisis right now um w- with with a war so um yeah, essentially, you know, that it just trickles down to that area. Yeah, it um, beautiful, though. They showed it in the first beautiful. 10 minutes when he's traveling between uh, Lucknow and yeah. Manipur. It's yeah. gorgeous, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Himalayan mountains. Like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice. Let me ask you something. So, yeah. culturally, why is it that, like, when they were in class, they were all speaking, I think it was Hindi, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the teacher comes and she's speaking English. And then also some of their conversations are a mix of, like, and I've seen this, too, like, Portuguese, because... Uh, just growing up in Toronto around like Portuguese people and stuff like that. It's just a matter of, you know, some English words and other words, you know, in Portuguese, so you just kind of mash them together until you're fully integrated, but it, they're in India. So why is it that like some conversations are English, some are uh, Hindi and some mix? Yes. Yeah, so India was under British rule until 1947 when they got, got independence. Um, and the British had a big presence in India. Yeah. Even to this day, English is an official language of India. And you'll see that a lot of, middle-class people, not necessarily from the villages, but urbans do communicate in English on a daily basis. And so what they speak now is a variation of Hindi and English. So it's called like Hinglish, right? Uh, It's like a fluidity between the languages kind of. Exactly. Like we do, like if I was to speak Punjabi at home, like I, I switch to English sometimes. I know I've heard other people speak Hindi and it's like, in Hindi it's even more so because Punjabi is a little bit more of its own sub-regional language but in hindi for sure because hindi and english are so mainstream across india that um they they often get intertwined and there's some services in india i remember going to a bank uh in delhi actually um where they're like hello sir how may i help you right they wouldn't ask me in hindi they asked me straight up in english and i don't think that's because i look like i'm from north america i just think that's how they um communicate is it some phrases and expressions just work better in english I don't know. I, I get, I, it's just so intertwined in the culture now that it's like, like even, even a person that doesn't know, um, English, let's say we'll still use some words in English. I, to this day, don't know how to say table in Punjabi or Hindi. To this day, I don't know how to say table. But you can say table to somebody who doesn't speak English and they'll know yeah. what you mean, kind of. Yeah, 100%. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, actually is fluid then like, yeah. Yeah. In, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, dive into the plot a little bit. Uh, so we did mention that Lukram is from Manipur, which is a rural area in the Himalayas close to the Burmese border. Um, and his dream is fundamentally to play football. Um, fundamentally, it is to make the Indian national team. And in order to do that, he has to play for one of the best football colleges in India, which is located in Lucknow, which is SMRU. I'm not even going to attempt to say the full version of that name, uh, but for our purposes, it's SMRU. Um, 
And it's actually known for producing uh, international level footballers. Um, and so, like you were mentioning, Mark, that drive from um, Manipur to Lucknow, you said it's beautiful. And that's, and that's really what India is all about. There's a lot of natural beauty. But when he gets to Lucknow, um, he finds his room and he runs into Ishwar Singh, who's... Um, who, who, who becomes his roommate, who is of Sikh religion. So he's actually from Punjab. Um, but he's a happy go lucky guy. He basically, you know, tries to talk to, tries to talk to Lukram, but, uh, you know, he's not really talking to him. Um, and at this, uh, at this point, Ishwar actually thinks like he's, you know, he's mute. Oh, <laughs> right. He does, he does. In his head, though? <laughs> Sorry. So when he's walking room, get, walking around the room getting dressed, was that conversation in his head or was part of it? No. Out loud? Oh, uh, part of it was in his head. Yeah. Okay. Because he's like, why won't this guy speak to me or something? Yeah. And then they didn't do that again for the rest of the movie. Um, You heard his internal monologue and that was it. That's also a very Indian way to speak in general though. Right. Like, like, you know how sometimes, you know, when you're talking to somebody and you don't really like what they're saying and you just go, is this guy crazy or what? Right. Like, and I noticed they refer to themselves in the third person. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, most normal people don't do that, but um, (laughs) some of these guys do. Um, There's also a lot of expressions that are used in the movie that I noticed didn't uh, translate over too well in the subtitles. And I'm like, these people just must be thinking that these guys just said something totally ridiculous, which wasn't (laughs) what they said. Um, And there's a line later in the movie where he says something about, uh, you know, I'm I'm creating this only for you. And it just like, it seems like he's... um, hitting on him almost but uh yeah no it was uh yeah so the mo- a lot, most of the translations worked well but uh, some of them some of them were questionable you know the annoying they on netflix they put the subtitles for when they're speaking hindi but then they they didn't do the subtitles for when they're speaking english yeah yeah they're speaking really low with an accent and you want the subtitles for that but they just didn't put it for some reason yeah absolutely and they should have done that because they do do that on movies where um also people with a thick accent may not speak in a british or a north american accent so i think they should have just persisted with the subtitles but i don't know i see i think i I don't know why netflix picked up this movie in the first place um but i definitely don't think this was meant um, meant for an international audience um i don't know there was one period where they just dumped like 30 indian movies at one point yeah uh, that's true. They license a bunch of content and they just dump it on their yeah. library. Um, but at this point, when um, Lukram meets Ishwar and he's you know goes to his room, of course he's starting to decorate his room, and this is the first time we actually see him hanging up a poster of Messi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. So paying you know homage to a real life footballer and saying, hey, you know, I want to be one of the best. I want to re- represent the Indian national team. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Lots uh, of revolver references as well. CR7 boots. The and, boots, yeah. yeah. The boots. Yeah. Yeah. There was one part when he's like, who do you think you are? Messi, Ronaldo? And then he <laughs> mentions like a third Indian player I've never heard of. Is it Sunil Chetri? No, it's like Bal- Bai Changbutia. Yeah. So interesting fact. So let's get into our first fast, fast fact of this podcast, uh, this episode, sorry. Um, India's two most famous footballers are Sunil Chetri and Bai Changbutia. <laughs> And they are both from the northeast around Manipur. Ah, uh, okay. yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're exactly from Manipur, but they're not. They're they're from the northeast where where that's located. Um, and they are also um, and they are also more look like they're Southeast Asian rather than South Asian. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. 
Um, so that's cool. Sunil Chetri actually is now a TV pundit in India for the Premier League game. So that's pretty cool. Oh. What clubs yeah. they for? Any big clubs? Uh, no, not really. Not really, no. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, at this point, um, Lukram and Ishwar start talking and Lukram expresses that the only reason he came to this college is because this college is known for its soccer program and he wants to utilize a soccer program in hopes to one day make it to the Indian national team. But he's all sad because he's like, I missed the registration. Um, and Ishwar, obviously with his happy-go-lucky nature, he's like, oh, don't worry, man. Um, you know, we'll make it happen tomorrow. Honestly, that dialogue, that's the way Punjabi people are. Right. It's like, yo, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get it done. Right. We'll get it done tomorrow. Um, even yeah. though like sometimes there's zero chance of that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the other thing that's a bit weird. If this team was super famous for only having later on where it's established that it only has players from that yeah. area. Yeah. That, uh, why would he come here? Like, did he really think he was going to become, I mean, ultimately he does, but did he genuinely believe he would become a trendsetter and be the only player from uh, Lucknow that's like a success in this team? Because the coach is like, nope, we only pick our own local players. Look at all of these pictures. It's just really weird that he would take such a chance, especially when his, we learn his dad doesn't believe in it. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems so it's, strange and not believable. And that's what it is, right? Some of, There's a lot of plot holes in this movie and that's what fundamentally m- makes it take a good theme and then butcher it. In yeah. my opinion, right? Um, you said piss poor yeah. execution, right? Yeah, so yeah, half yeah. Lost and doesn't yeah. make sense. But it doesn't yeah. even look like this guy's played football before. Like, there's one training scene with Partha where Partha's telling him, yeah. "Use the inside of your foot to kick the ball," and then he's actually like, he's holding his leg and kicking with it, like he's a little kid. So it's not really evident that he's even played when he was back in Lucknow or Manchester. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it's uh... Yeah, exactly. Um, So at this point, uh, they go in the morning to register to trial for this team two weeks after registrations have closed. um, And they try to talk to an assistant coach, Parth, who's played by Shashank Arora, as I mentioned before, who's a popular art house uh, actor uh, with many awards, as I said before. Um, And he essentially says, no, sorry, registrations are closed. But he sees the two, you know, waiting around for the you know, the, the, uh, what's it called? The, t- the time of the entire practice session. And then he gives him a chance. He says, okay, you know what? Come in. Uh, we'll see what you're all about. Um, but then um, I think, yeah, the first time he goes in, he actually does pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. He scores, he scores a goal, I think. And then um, after that point, uh, he kind of starts to become friends with some of the other boys on the soccer team, as well as other, other people around the school. And he meets the girl uh, whose name is Pooja. And essentially he starts falling in love with her or starts liking her really, really badly. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's, it, that was thrown in there for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Right. And, and you'll find that with a lot of Indian movies, there's always a love angle thrown into the Indian movies where it, it's not even needed, right? It, it has nothing to do with the plot. It doesn't advance the plot in any sort of way. Yeah, yeah um, you like this. like five minutes where he's in the library and he, you realize he loves this girl and then they show a montage of five minutes of scenes that happened before, but from his perspective where he's loved her this whole time. Yeah. And then he tells her that he loves her and she's like, I'm sorry, I don't love you back. And that's it. It's like yeah. you never hear about it again. That's what I was about yeah. to say. It's like they just drop it halfway through. And actually, like I said, it undermines some of the 
racism stuff because it's like he's clearly plays poorly in the game after because he's pining after her. Yeah. And for it to not have any, it doesn't get, we see her at the game at the end cheering for him and it's like, that's it. Like, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. So, presumably she still cares about the university football team doing well, but probably not here. It's just so weird. Yeah. He's a, he's what the kids call a simp nowadays. So, um, ahead yeah, of ahead of its time. There we go. Um, but it's funny though, because you would imagine that these trials are what, maybe a week, two weeks. And you're telling me he learned the language of Hindi in that amount of time. That language has, I think, has 46 letters is extremely hard to even write because it has, you know, a bunch of these grammatical, I don't even know what they're called, right? That there's no way. Does he Are actually people- learn to speak it though? Or does he just translate using, translate a letter using the dictionary? Because they show him that big dictionary, right? Yeah. Literally yeah. just translate the words. And like, if you actually read it, it probably, you now you use like Google Translate. It doesn't actually make sense sometimes. Maybe you just did that. Uh, it could be. Like, yeah, it could be. It could be. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, in the movie, it was presented as like, oh, you learned Hindi just for me? And uh, it's like, he already knew how to speak it, first of all. Um, and yeah, I mean, if, if we're to believe that he actually learned to read and write the language in what, a week, that's very unbelievable because people spend their entire lives doing that. Um, but yeah, anyways, that girl angle ends and then he's back out on the football pitch and he's clearly butthurt about being denied by this girl who obviously doesn't like him. And he starts to really mess up, um, on the training pitch. Um, and they have an exhibition game after that where he messes up and he concedes like what two goals at least uh, to the other team. And the other team is supposed to be just this collection of boys mm. from around the area, right? And in, and in the beginning of the game, you can see that the that the that the team, the the university's team, is all like, "Oh, these kids, we're gonna roll over them. We're gonna roll over them." The kids score first. Luke Rum comes on as a substitute, loses the ball twice. They score both times, and then in the locker room, everybody's essentially blaming him and saying, "Hey, man, what are we trying to do?" And they actually call him a chinky um, in the locker room so that's where that's where the racism aspect kind of gets played but it flies so under the radar yeah and it's so casual because it's straight after this they cut to a training scene with again terrible training scenes super intense music but they're all still training like there's no like you'd expect it to build on a bit like some of the other players giving him a filthy look or something or chipping him up whilst he's doing his drills and there's nothing yeah, it's just yeah. like you've got to build on it. You can't just throw in a word there, then yeah. leave it, and then wait until later in the movie where they explode him again, and then kind of and things do escalate. But it's just like, well, they do that with several things in this movie. Yeah. They just yeah. like, yeah, they bring it up. They play this really dramatic music in the background to like emphasize it. And then in that scene, uh, what was Kiki Madden's name again? Vikram walks into the locker room and just kind of looks at everybody, and then I think he holds up his finger, and then he just walks out. Yeah. <laughs> That guy, um, Baljeet, the assistant. I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's in a completely different movie. Like Vic coming in with this intensity of like, you know, we're tackling racism in this movie, and it's going to be a serious movie. We're we're talking about uh, social issues, and then Baljeet's in the background, like he's um, what's the fat guy's name from Borat? Oh, Azamat. Azamat. Yeah, he's he's like rolling around like he's Azamat, sweating, yeah. talking about eating like five loves of bread. Like he's just in a completely different movie. That guy, like his mother. Yeah, he's hilarious. You didn't think he was a lardass? Uh, <laughs> no, lardass had this like cool about him, right? Whereas this yeah, guy yeah. was comic relief. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah he was forced comic relief, let's say that. Yeah, yeah there's uh, actually one phone call where Vikram's on one end and he's on the other end. And it's like two different movies. Like one guy's in like yeah. a Steven Soderbergh movie and then the other guy's just like patting his sweat and like, oh man. Yeah, so yeah I mean, yeah, and I think with Indian movies, especially if they're backed now by big time studios have started to get the timing correct back in the nineties, eighties, nineties, you would see a lot of movies like this, where some of the timing, the comic relief was just so out of the blue. Um, but you were like, what the hell? But then I guess a lot of Indian people grew up on that. So it was fine. Um, but I think it was, it's only very lately, like, beginning of the 2000s that Indian cinema really became more mature and started to get the timing right, started good screenplays. We used to have what they would call formula movies in in India, back in the 90s especially, which a formula movie is guy likes girl, girl doesn't like guy, but then girl starts liking guy, girl's family hates the guy, guy has to jump through all these hoops to convince... uh, uh, girl's parents there's a huge fight in the end where the girl's parents send like gangsters after him he beats up 10 guys just by himself and then somehow <laughs> they're all accepting of each other and they get married that was the formula for at least a hundred movies in the 90s but uh, like Bollywood pumps out movies like crazy right more than Hollywood does oh 100% it's the biggest movie industry in the world and none of them are decent like, it all. sounds like they're kind of like easily digestible kind of like popcorn flicks Popcorn flicks is the correct word. So a lot of them are rom-com slash popcorn flicks. The ones that are really, really, really well done obviously holds a very close, um, what's it called? Very close memory to my heart and to countless yeah. other people that grew up in the 90s, Much right? Much more revered, yeah. Much more revered. But there's some that are just like, geez, this is, I've seen this movie before, right? Like, <laughs> uh, it's um, comforting, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. What, but basically, the, uh, basically the, the point I was trying to make is that Indian cinema has matured a lot since then where they're starting to tackle a bunch of different issues. And that's what I was saying about this movie. I think this movie was actually trying to do that. But then yeah. the execution was like those movies from the 90s. Yeah. Where, right? Like, um, so yeah, that, that's my take on it. Actors as well. Yeah. Like maybe oh, it was a person or it was that actor, but uh, when Luckram would speak yeah, and then he would almost wait for the other person to just get their line out. So he could just shout his line out next yeah. as he could. Like the timing was just really bad in a lot of those scenes. So let me ask you this. Who was your favorite character in this movie? Um, Adam, go for it. It sounds like you're about to say, I have yeah, mine. Probably Ishwa, the roommate. Yeah. Because he just had the funny, like he came in full blast with yeah. like a more mellow type of comedy than the assistant manager yeah. that yeah. kind of yeah. fit the film. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it'd be him. He was and like he was kind of the crux of the film. He supported me. I also like that weird artist guy that was his that was uh, <laughs> oh, uh bijou yeah Bijou. he had, he had great graphic also, t-shirts yeah right it was also yeah. like he said don't bother with these people they're gonna be racist towards you they're not really your friends but yeah. just the way he was just weird like just painting in the streets and stuff was cool yeah i liked Prath. like i liked his introduction he was just looked like this uh like cool guy with the long hair the glasses and then once you got to know him he was kind of like an endearing character he had this whole character arc where like he eventually turned against Vikram, made the excuse about his mom and stood up for Luckram, coached the other team. And his story was probably the greatest to me. And I actually did like the actor. 
and uh, he looked like an Indian Seth Green. Like it was kind of a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah I actually agree with both of you. I think uh, I I think Parth for sure. Uh, oh, Parth, just Parth, yeah, Parth. just ba- just based on the the performance by the actor, but also the story arc. Right? He's this yeah. he's this you know, legendary footballer for this university who's obviously gone through the same system that Lucrum is going through and not being very successful in, um, but is able to change his way, ways saying, hey, look, man, we're not doing something right. We're doing something wrong. Um, and then being able to be that character that really tries to change things in this movie. So I thought yeah. that was really good. Um, but anyways, we're at the point where, um, you know, they're really unhappy with his performance in the locker room and they call him racial slurs and they even try to beat him up in his room one night. Um, and he escapes. Um, that didn't make sense. So they were unhappy with his performance, but then they it, wanted to break his leg so that he wouldn't steal that one guy's position. Cause he was going to play on the left wing, yeah, right? Yeah, there was, there was something, yeah. wasn't there, about them picking the other. He did play in that game yeah. where he played well. He played in his position, I guess. Yeah, so he, was so he threatened by him, I guess, even though he'd done badly in the yeah game where he got subbed off. Yeah, it was weird. It would have made some more sense if it had happened before. Correct. And then if he'd played badly because that was on his mind, like that would have made sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I think he is originally a left winger. So Lucrum is a, uh, originally a left winger, but he was put on the right uh, to take over from this other guy who was unhappy. And they basically coerce a plan to, uh, you know, beat him up and break his leg. So he doesn't take his position. Um And basically what they do in order to do that is tr- pull Ishwar out of his room because, um, you know, they, 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 they're trying to hold a party, right? Which is just a fake lie to get Ishwar out of his room. Um, and then when, uh, when Lucrum is running away from them, he goes into Bijou's room, who's like, don't trust these people. Mm-hmm. He sees them outside and Ishwar's hanging out with them. So he automatically thinks that Ishwar is like them too. He's not on his side. Yeah. In on it, right? He's like, everybody hates him here. And the next morning, they actually go to check uh, who's made the team and his name is not there. So Lucrum's name is not there. Um, the most random thing in this movie, by the way, before I go any further, Ishwar went to help Lucrum get a late registration to try it for the team. Yeah. How did Ishwar make this yes. team? So I wonder, <laughs> and yeah. how was it good and like, there's no yeah. evidence that he likes football. Like yeah. when yeah. Lukram says to him, Oh, I'm here to play football, he's not like, Oh, me too. I love football. I'm already yeah. on the team. Yo. No, he had the ball, man. He's like, This is my ball. You don't touch my ball. Yeah, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Just like it was there for all. It was weird. No, yeah. no. But it's also weird. So he had the ball. But that day when the team was practicing, when he takes him to do late registration, he's also just standing on the sidelines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Dumb movie. Yeah. I, I just like so many holes, man. I'm like, what's going on? How did this just happen? How did, How is this guy on the team, right? Like, yeah, I have a question about the... Is, they tried to break his leg with a hockey stick, right? Is hockey... Uh, no. It looked like that was field hockey. Yeah, field, I think hockey. It was field hockey. Field hockey is enormously pop, in enormously okay. popular, yeah. especially in Punjab. Okay, it's one of those sports that's like quietly quite popular in England as well. Like more people play field hockey than I think people realize. <laughs> I forget about it. Saying. Actually, Once every four years, I remember field hockey exists oh, when yeah, it shows up in the Olympics. The, there, there's actually a great Indian sports movie on field on the women's field hockey team. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Like not like this one. Um, <laughs> big, big, big money behind it studio, <laughs> so it's good. Um, okay, speaking of money behind it, this yeah. movie must not have had like a hair and makeup department. 
Probably not. It was all guys anyways, wasn't it? Yeah, but like yeah. <laughs> bad dye jobs and like even Vikram, if he's a big movie star, like you can see like the black dye on the outside of his hair and then the inside was brown and then nobody had like decent haircuts and everyone was kind of wearing whatever they found. I'm not even sure Vikram took money for this movie or KK Menon took money for this movie. Or maybe just like, yeah, either that or just, hey, just pay me, pay me a small appearance fee and that's it. Like, oh, you, can, right. I don't think he can command that much money from this kind of budget of what budget this film was. No, he took the hair and makeup budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at this point, uh, Lucrum realizes he doesn't uh, make the team and he now starts falling into the whole notion that, yeah, these people are really against me. They try to beat me up. Now I'm not making the team. They don't like me. Here's the thing, though. So yeah. They tried to beat him up. That's just because they're like fucking insane. And this one guy doesn't want to lose his place on the team. I feel like he might have done that no matter who it was. Hundred percent. Yeah, true. Turn and make out like everybody's racist against him makes no sense because they gave him, <laughs> they gave him a chance up till this point. He did well in one game and then he absolutely sucked in another game. It's nothing yeah. to do with his race at all. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't present a compelling case that it's to do with his race. And then we get this half-assed thing that they don't pick outsiders. But what if that's their policy to just like promote players that are within their own like? They might be like Athletic Bilbao. Like, I only have players. That's who I thought of. Area. That's who like, I thought of. That's like, who I thought of when I was watching policy. this. Movie. Cool. They probably shouldn't have let him try out. They probably just sort of said, hey, look, we look to train local players, perhaps try somewhere more close to home or something, or go to an academy around here that does support people from out of town. But so it's not overtly racist just because there's reasons, yeah. appalling yeah. reasons not to pick him. And then. The, his teammates are just kind of psychopaths. <laughs> like, it's, like they, yeah. it's like they thought of it halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, I was, I was going to try to, I was going to try to pick another plot hole in this movie where Ishwar plays on the team and he's Sikh and Sikhs are mostly from Punjab and this is set in Lucknow, which is in UP. But then I started thinking there are plenty of Sikhs in UP as well, so it's like okay, that might not be a plot hole, but. Uh, uh, Halfway through the movie, you're just like, what if we end racism with this movie? That's <laughs> it. That's it. it. That's it. <laughs> But he's all dejected at this point. He's like, you know what? I'm getting the hell out of here. He just goes home, back to Manipur. And his mom obviously welcomes him home. Hey, my son's home, all this. And his dad's like, yo, you're a coward. You ran away. That's what you always do. You run away. And his dad's not happy. His dad wasn't happy when he initially left to go to Manipur. Um, he's not happy that he's back. I don't know. What do you guys think about this scene? The only cool bit about it is when... Um, he goes through where see his old coach and there's a bunch of little kids and oh, he's yeah. like hey um, everybody tell me who this is a friend of Luckram's tell us what you think of Luckram and they yeah. all like idolise him because he's Luckram's a, a bitch yeah. <laughs> 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 he's like a hero hasn't he that's gone off to this school and he's built up this story of him being successful. I was like, that's kind of cute. And he's like, why didn't you tell yeah. him that I'm luck criminal? He's like, well, cause they can't know you came back a failure. Like get yeah, back it's, it's like Davies going to Bayern Munich and then coming back to play for like yeah. Montreal impact or somebody. Yeah, uh, uh, back, like, or FC Edmonton. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. He started there. That makes way yeah. more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah but uh, hopefully Alfonso Davies never has to do that, but uh, um, yeah. But at this point, I I don't even know what drives him to go back. Like he's just like he just writes a letter to his family. He's like, "Hey, I'm running away again. Mm. Next shot, he's back in luck now, right?" Back in it luck takes now. like two days, right, to get back and forth. 
probably. Yeah, because that's how yeah. he misses registration, isn't it? Because there's been an earthquake, so the trip takes him longer <laughs> yes. to get there because it's a multi-day trip anyway, and then the earthquake made it even longer. Um, yeah. And then it's super weird. When he gets back, this is at this point that... I keep forgetting his name, the artist friend, B- Bijou. Bijou. Bijou, yeah. He's kind of start. he's putting up protest posters about Lukram not being in the team. Yeah, why not Lukram? And then everybody's kind of joining. So it's like, okay, so they're not racist then. Like, everybody's behind him. And th- it was this point I realised that Pooja had disappeared from the film because you just see her in the background of one scene holding a poster up. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit, he loved her at the beginning of the film. I, what's, <laughs> what is the point of her in the film? Is I, what I don't understand. There's no reason. They didn't even they didn't even explain that she said no because she's racist. No. She just said no because she doesn't like the guy. And he also like, asked her a really like unopportune time. She was literally about to go on stage for a performance. She was super nervous about it, waiting for her line to run on stage. And he's like, oh, here's a letter to declare my love for you. And she's like, uh, i got to go on stage now. See ya. But he said, I love you. Like It yeah, wasn't yeah. even like, hey, I, I have feelings for yeah. you. Do you want to go on a date sometime? I was he gonna, just rolled I, up and he was like, I love you. I was going to ask So in India, you know how here we have the notion of the l word oh my god it's been a year maybe i love this girl let me tell her i love her that's not like that in india i love you is just to express that you'd like somebody right that's weird so what do you say when so you do actually get... love the person yeah you just like them like, <laughs> like i just want to ask out so here it gets better when you ask out a girl in certain parts of india it, most of it um you tell your buddies hey i'm gonna propose to this girl when you ask her out. Okay. Right? That's what that's what it is. I'm going to propose to her. Oh, so propose At that point you're like, let's get married, have a couple No, kids. no, 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 no. I'm saying the like going the out was like us you know us asking somebody, "Hey, will you go out with me?" That's the proposal. That's the proposal. That's well, like I mean, I'm going to propose to her. Yeah. These days they're doing like promposals and stuff like that, so it's not even that far off the radar here. Yeah, but if I'm like, you know, I saw this girl at a club, you know, we started talking a couple of days ago. I'm gonna go propose to her. Like, you just think I was weird, right? Like, I mean, it, it's obviously culturally very different. I mean, proposing to them means means they're gonna ask them out. That's basically Walk up all to the girl in the club. Not, okay, not, girl, not, girl, I love you. Not ask them out. It means they're gonna ask them to be their girlfriend. That's a better explanation. Okay. Yeah. It is proposing if you think about it, but like, uh, so, like arranged marriages and stuff like that, would that be from that region or is that another part of India? No, arranged marriages from all over. Yeah. Um, but like more, what is that more, culturally? What do you mean? Is it like a certain culture that does that or is all, it like, it's all, it's all over India as far as I know. Yeah. It's all over, uh, arranged marriage is a very Hindu thing. And then okay. 74% of India is Hindu. Um, so it, it's very prominent within that community. It doesn't matter what region they're from, right? It's just a, yeah. it's, it's a very prominent thing. Um, but you'd see more of the middle class, new generation, let's say millennials, Generation Z, whatever it is, um, are more inclined to now not have arranged marriages. But if, like, I have a few friends that you would think wouldn't expect it, but at the same time, instead of trying to date people here and go through the whole kind of, like, not Tinder, but the whole... Yeah, yeah, here they would just tell their parents, "Can you set me up with somebody?" And that's like somewhat of an arranged marriage, but at the same time, it's kind of we'll introduce you with a nice boy. What you, yeah, yeah. So what you see a lot these days is a hybrid where your parents will be like, "Hey, this is a great guy. We know him from this place. He lives here. You know, we know of him through some family friends. Why don't you guys 
you know, go out on a date and, and see if you guys yeah. jive with each other. That's what yeah, it is. Cool. It's basically your friends trying to set you up, but your friends in this case are your parents. Um, so it, it, a lot of it has also become hybrid. There are absolutely arranged marriages that still take place in India, yeah. but I would find more in the urban centers um, with the with the population of India in general being majority of it, I think under 25 years of age, uh, you see a lot more prominent, um, you see a prominent dating scene, you see a prominent clubbing scene where people are just picking up chicks or picking up dudes or whatever it is. Um, and then this hybrid model of getting married. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. That's uh, so that'd be so good if you were single, like you do everything you date, you get out of your system and then you're like, all right, all right I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. Set me up. Right. <laughs> for life. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if you guys have ever watched that show on Netflix called Indian matchmaking. I swear yeah. everybody's watched it. Right. It. Yeah. And seen it. So basically they, 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 they explain to you what a bio data is. Right. So basically it's a stat sheet about this guy's a lawyer, he's five foot 11, he weighs 180 pounds, he does this, this, and this, he has this, he makes this much money, and this is what you compare, you know, a potential, <laughs> a potential match. It's like, oh, this guy, this girl, you know, let them go out on a date and see if it's they like actually... a draft. It is like a draft. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Have um, you guys seen The Big Fix on Amazon Prime? No. It's a good movie. I think it's Kumail Nanjani. Oh, okay. oh, the big sick. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Big sick. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Big sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Movie. It's a good film. Yeah. Anyways, we've kind of deviated off track and started talking about dating and relationships uh, on the Indian huh? subcontinent. It was a great discussion. I'd like to discuss this further. Um, yeah. But at this time, he's, he's now made his way back to uh, Lucknow. And he's essentially, you know, wanting to still play soccer. So, uh, he finds essentially a street team, I guess you can call it the best, the best way of call it. Yeah. It's the street army. Yeah. The team is called the street army and they all grew up playing in the streets and they're all orphans and they all, and some of them have disabilities like they're mute or they're deaf. Um, but basically what they're showing is this is a team of misfits that society doesn't want in general. And because you've gone through this kind of traumatic experience, you also can fit in here. Um, so they're basically a team of misfits that, uh, are pretty good at football. Um, yeah. So you can see them practicing. They practice on the street. They hold like, I know those guys you see outside BMO field that do all those tricks and stuff. Uh, techers. Uh, yeah. The techer guys. Um, so um, yeah, they do that. And then basically they get in entered into a tournament where SMRU, the original Lucknow university team is also going to be playing as well as the other elite teams throughout India. They're not uh, in a tournament, though, right? No, no. So you're right. They, 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 they play a friendly, yeah. Game before the final, yeah. yeah. So they yeah. play both teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so another fun fact is actually um, the coach of of this uh, street army team tries to pay somebody off to make this team enter the tournament, um, and that kind of stuff does happen in India. <laughs> um, but like, um, happens in Canada too. It, I guess. CSL. Yeah. Um, right here at home. But they basically um, kind of agree to some terms where it's like, yeah, you will play, you know, whoever the two finalists are, you'll play them in an exhibition match before the final takes place. And, and that's basically what happens. Do you guys want to? Oh, so that's why they play two friendlies. Yeah. They play two friendlies. Ah, that's what I was trying to figure out. Because I yeah. thought they were just going to play Vikram's team, the SMRU, but then they played out of the team. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, essentially, you know, you see, you see football of, of all the top university teams playing each other. Uh, who is it that makes the final? So SMRU makes the final, as well as Punjab makes the final. Um, 
And Punjab historically has been a very good footballing state in India. So that was kind of realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The other strong, um, so just as another aside, the strongest region in India of, um, of, uh, of for football is uh, Bengal. The Bengal region is like the strongest. Um, but anyways, uh, Punjab and SMRU make the final. And of course, because they're the two finalists, they get to play an exhibition match against um, the Street Army team. Um, so Street Army team makes easy work of the Punjab team. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Lukram scores a couple of goals. He looks looking good. And then the, uh, the final, but not the final against... Um, uh, against SMRU happens. <laughs> I, I would wanting to know what your thoughts are on this game. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh, one thing I missed before we talk about that. Yeah. It's just before this that we get to see the trophy for the tournament. What a fucking this is trophy. So sick, man. <laughs> Jeweled like uh, glow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like so sick, yeah. But yeah. Uh, got rubies in it. Yeah, yeah. Like every jet. It's like one of each precious gem on there. It's just ridiculous. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, this game's terrible, but I don't know. It's really weird. It's like they try to up the intensity of the games, but the quality doesn't quite. They can't because they can't. None of them can play football, and whoever's like the director doesn't know how to film them not being able to play football. Like we've seen a lot of ways that stuff is masked. This doesn't do it. We get a lot of those low high cuts, but the problem is when it cuts to their feet, their feet still can't do football. (laughs) Like the The one uh, important detail I forgot to mention because this movie's all over the place is that a couple of scenes before this tournament, Ishwar actually stands up for mm. Lukram against his coach, uh, Vikram, and basically says, yeah, you guys shouldn't have you know, let him go because uh, the coach is basically seeing that all these protests are happening around campus and the coach basically kicks him out. Um, Bijou notices that this is what happened to Ishwar and then he takes him to rekindle his friendship with Lukram and they both play for the street army in the, fi- in, in the final, in these exhibition final, whatever you guys want to call them games. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, they're, they're both on the team together. Um, and, and you're definitely right, Adam, man. The, the, what their feet do and what their upper body is doing looks like they were yeah. shot and not in the same scene. Yeah, yeah and uh, like abysmal goalkeepers. Like, yeah. <laughs> that first, the first game against the Punjab team, like, everyone's yeah. raving about Lukram. And it's actually that, like, he dribbles around in the entire team because nobody else is moving. Yeah. And then, like, the keepers just dive after the ball's past them. There's that one where, I forget who scores it, there's a free kick in one of the games we see. And the keeper, like, literally sets up the wall. It's, like, straight on. And he stood behind the wall. <laughs> and then the ball just sort so of goes bad. in. And he's like, it's just, yeah. oh. It's amazing. I can't wait to talk about the footy flicks after we finish up this. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, essentially, I, I essentially think scores first. Sorry, uh, the uh, the street army scores first. I think um, it is uh, Lukram that scores first uh, against SMRU, um, and then SMRU ties it up, and basically. The ending of this football scene is the most horrendous thing I've ever seen in my life. This guy, uh, Lukram, basically gets a nice pass into him. He controls it. You know, he's jostling with the last defender that's left, and he pushes him out of the way. And he's a, and the defender gets injured. Clearly, they, you know, somehow he aggravates his leg, even though he got pushed by a shoulder. Yeah. Um, 
And Lukram is on a breakaway and he can see the guy's <laughs> injured. And Lukram is like, he just stops and strips, just stares back. He's on a breakaway, keeper in front of him, just on a breakaway. And he's just staring back at this player, dead, just stopped. Everyone stops. Everyone stops. <laughs> and then, you know, people are like, Lukram, go score a goal. You're free. You're on one on one with the keeper. And he leaves the ball and then he goes back and he's like, hey, bro, are you okay? Dude, did you guys watch the Toronto <laughs> game yesterday? No. Did you, Bark, see, see yeah. the Toronto OC game yesterday? So Io no. Akinola did the exact same thing in scored Oh, right. Ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? The guy fell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy fell. The and, th- and that's like Io Akinola stopping and be like, hey, bro, are you okay? Like, but score the, the damn goal. Like The ref didn't even blow the whistle. So they, everyone no. on the field stopped. Uh, Luckrum was yeah. right in front of the net. Yeah. He stopped. He turned around. He looked at this guy. This guy was lying on the floor. And it was like... Uh, I think I brought up like in a past episode, but like Austin Powers, when there's that guy lying on the floor and Austin Powers is like about to run him over and it's like a five minute scene and the guy's like, no, but he just goes towards him slowly. So this guy's lying on the floor and he's got his arm outstretched and he's like, ah, and then Vikram or Luckram walks towards him. I don't even know what he does. I thought the guy dislocated his shoulder and Luckram was going to pop it back in, but he just holds the guy's arm Mm. and they both look at each other for like literally three minutes. It's three minutes of the movie where this guy's screaming, Luckram's looking at him and then the entire like team is just, both teams are just watching him. Yeah. And then the coaches... Like if the team, if... It just wouldn't happen. Like this team's meant to be full of racists. Like where's one of them yeah. like going, what the fuck are you doing? Like you, this is why you aren't on our team because of this. Yeah. You stupid. But like logistically it wouldn't happen. Like the, the ball's dead. Yeah. They're both looking at each other. And then there's one guy looking at his watch and it's like 89.54, 89.55. And then it hits 90. And then he blows a whistle and the game's over. There's at least three minutes of stoppage time just from that play, bro. Like, yeah, man. So, <laughs> so, okay, if you don't watch this movie, like, just watch this scene at least. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my recommendation. Just watch this yeah. at least, like, yeah. the last four or five minutes. <laughs> yeah, so bad. Crazy. Crazy. Um, and then, basically, uh, Vikram comes out. He grabs Lukram by the shoulder into the dressing room like he's fucking Jose Mourinho or something, right? Like everyone um, just watches. Right? <laughs> um, and he basically starts talking to him like, "This is why you're not on our team because you do you you think you're sportsman like you just felt bad." Basically, all this stuff. And he's like, "I know of another player that's done that in the past." I'm not gonna say who, but I know I'm, a I'm guy. Not gonna say who. I'm not, I'm gonna, not gonna, gonna say who. who and you know, his team was also racist to him, and he played against that former team, and he also stopped on a breakaway and helped another guy out. I'm like, what is going on here? Right? And I know who it was. I know him really well, but I'm not gonna say who it was. Guess yeah. what? It was me. Whoa. Yeah. That's the other thing, right? So then that kind of undercuts this whole... It's like, again, it's not actually racist. He has this insane personal vendetta against the regime. And he's like, I'm going to make this university team the best team ever because I was once showed some sportsmanship behavior and that was a weakness. And now I'm going to take them all down from the inside by winning this shitty university trophy. But did they cut him down for that weakness or because he was from a different region? Because he said the the Northeast region controlled. He insinuates they cut me for that weakness because I was from another region. Because I messed up and because I'm from another region, that's why they cut me. So that was like a third strike. Yeah and, and, just. yeah, and he's like, you know what? I got back into football for 20 years holding this vendetta inside of me and I look at you and you shouldn't be another Vikram Singh. You should actually go on and have a career. And that's why 
I invite you to play the final for my team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that registration nonsense I talked about before. And forget the fact that we only coach our own players. You're on the team, boy. And he's captain. Yes. And yeah. they make him captain. Yeah. Oh, and then I guess it cuts, doesn't it, to the final. The final. Standing, you know, standing in line. You know how you stand in line when you before you're about to kick off? And that's it. It's done. The, well, the other one thing, though, the racist guy that tried to attack him earlier gives him Lukram the captain's armband, so therefore gets redemption that he did not earn at all. No. Last time we saw him, he's still a racist, still trying. In, in the context of this film, he's we still don't. There's no reason to believe that he's not a racist and a psychopath. Yet here, he gives Lukram the captain's armband to be like, yeah, we accept you, like. And maybe because of the gesture of the sportsmanship, trying to staring into that guy's eyes, he was just like, "Yeah, you were okay. You're now the captain." <laughs> like, <laughs> jeez, the the last ten minutes of this movie are such a whirlwind that. But it's so bad, so bad that it's funny. And then the worst yeah, thing, yeah, I was laughing out loud. Yeah, yeah, I was laughing. I was like, "This is absurd." <laughs> <laughs> and then. The other thing is, we don't get to see the fucking final. <laughs> As if, like, they show his face and then they just blow the whistle. I thought we were going to see him play for India. So Yo, I dude, thought like maybe he'll flash forward and we'll cut to, to something. Here. I know what they tried to do here. So I think from their perspective, they were making this like crazy art house yes. film that like, you I'm know, going, yeah, hits totally. up all these themes. Like and, you know talks about yeah discrimination and all this stuff and they want to leave it open-ended like an like an artsy ending this movie was crap there's so many yeah. i didn't even get to see the final so it's like like he's transcended racism and the fact that he's yeah. made it onto this pitch as the captain that's it like it doesn't matter where his career goes from here he's won and it's like, i think i think isn't. they're trying to make an indian gold trilogy because they called it like, instead of goal, it's penalty. And then when the movie starts, there's actually a cool title sequence where it's like the center circle and stuff like that. But it says penalty, living to a dream or something like that. I can't remember what it was, yeah, the yeah. subtitle was. Yeah, yeah. And they want, he wants to play for India. So I think they're trying to do two more in this trilogy where he's the Indian Santiago Muniz. Why would you call it penalty yeah, though? It's literally worst that, Yeah. There's not a single penalty. Literally the worst way to score the goal. Yeah, there's literally no penalty. And yeah. I think what they were trying to say is, hey, this whole discrimination thing, penalty, right? It still doesn't make sense, even them trying to justify it. Um, no, yeah. they could have called it like red card. It would have been better. Or foul. Yeah, something. Anything. Uh, anything. Anything is better. Like I said, the theme is definitely something that needs to be talked about. Man, this execution was bad. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the last ten minutes were so bad that they were hilarious. Um, yeah, that's yeah. all. It is. But um, guys, let's move on to the footy flicks. I know we've mentioned them a little bit, but uh, what were your favorite footy flicks? Let's <laughs> <laughs> go, Adam. We talk about my least favorite. Like <laughs> you can talk about anything you want to about footy flicks. <laughs> so the one, the one worst thing was so there's that opening scene. We didn't really talk about it where. There's a football match. It doesn't make it look good at all. We get that split shot of the top of the bottom and the footwork is terrible. Um, he shoots. I'm pretty sure the ball doesn't cross the line even. And he starts to celebrate. And then what makes it all the more stupid is he wakes up and that was a dream scene. And at that point, I was like, okay, so that's meant to show like the best of the best of football and they couldn't even get that right. Like that's meant to be like the that's like at the beginning of Bendy Like Beckham, where they use that Manchester United footage and superimposer into that. That's yeah. the dream of how good football could be. They can't even get that right. 
Um, it's true. One of the players later on scores a shitty header. I think it's him. He scores a really crap header and Pooja's like, wow, what a goal. It's like, actually, <laughs> not really. Because later on in the movie, we see him heading a ball in the training scene and actually proves he doesn't have to head a football because <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. You know, they often say, and this is me again, not going off on a tangent, but just going to mention this. They often say that, you know, they spend a lot of money in India on cricket, that it doesn't really trickle down into other sports. And this movie actually shows it. Just from the poor production, because the cricket movies in India are awesome. Right? Like, <laughs> so is that the other thing as well? Then is this because I thought, okay, these are meant to be the creme de la creme of the university players. Like, and I remember going to university. Like the the guys that are on the university team were all pretty decent standard. Like none of them made it pro, but they're all decent. Yeah. Yeah. Is this actually meant to be like this? Is actually what a university team might be in India? Like they're not going to be the best of the best because there is more funding going into cricket, for example. Like, no, it's accurate, but I would think there's going to be a handful of players that are decent. 100% nobody that was on the script writing or the director even thought that deep about this. Um, but <laughs> they're too busy ending racism. Yeah, good players, man. It's just the, the grassroots management, that kind of yeah. stuff is not there. India does have some skill. So it's not like even the university teams, you would probably think they're pretty decent. Okay. Uh, um, my actual favorite footy flick scene now I've just I'm flicking through my notes isn't actually really a football scene it's before that final exhibition game you're gonna steal my street team are doing some coaching and he's got like a board up and he's talking about like shadow marking and stuff okay. there's like good explanations of like actual tactics and I was like okay cool somebody put a bit of research into that <laughs> and like did some like here's how a team would set up and mark but yeah <laughs> terrible yeah, so the tactics, obviously, uh, you found... To be, yeah, that's quite interesting for me too. But Mark, what about you? What are your favorite footy flicks? Um, my least favorite is when uh, Luckrum was trying to dribble the ball, but he was thinking about Pooja, so he just literally stopped dribbling at one point, and then the guy just came up and stole it from him from behind. Uh, and then they tried to do these dramatic um, scenes towards the end and like the, the tournament matches where this guy was going towards the net and then he got tackled and then the camera does this like sudden zoom in to the two players and the ref. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a few of those that were just terrible. And then uh, there was one cool bicycle kick at one point. Mm. That was like a small bit of skill. But my favorite stuff was when the street army accepted Luckrum and then they started going around like performing techers on the street to try and get money that's for cool. uniforms and stuff like that. That's that was actually a lot of fun. To, yeah, that was a lot of fun to watch. And that's where the movie kind of picked up for me and I was enjoying that part, like genuinely enjoying it, not laughing at it, but having fun with it. Um, so I enjoyed that part. That was my my favorite. I feel like scenes. I feel like the street army really are the only authentic football thing about this movie. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, crazy. football thing in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can Mark, tell they got like random extras on the street too. Sorry, man, that random yeah, extras no on the street where they were performing in front of them, and everyone actually looked like they were having a good time. So it felt genuine. Yeah, yeah. I would say my least favorite footy flicks are definitely the shots that go from the person's or the uh, dribbler's feet to their upper body, which seems like are from two different scenes. It actually seemed like they're almost tap dancing. <laughs> uh, when they were dribbling with the ball, and then they're when they cut pan to the top of their body, it was like they were just going around in circles. Yeah, like just yeah. literally going around in circles. I know what they were insinuating was that this person is like, you know, using techers to get by, you know, playing the one on ones and stuff like that. It didn't look like that. It just looked stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite. <laughs> 
probably just the one scene, and this was very early in the movie when he was at the university, where Lukram actually uh, shimmied, like he went to the side and he completely beat a guy and then scored a goal. That was probably one of my favorite. The goal was ridiculous. The goal should have never gone in. Uh, but just the actual shimmy, just the actual shimmy going this way. Sorry? Didn't they both just like stop in place and then Luckrum wasn't yeah. even throwing the ball? He kind of just like went sideways. Yeah, well, that's, that's not Luckrum's fault. They stopped. Did you right? see it's the ball go with him? Because I'm assuming the ball was still on the floor. Mm. The ball was still on the floor. No, no, this was just an upper body. This <laughs> like was just an upper body shot. The ball's still behind him. Yeah, this was just an upper body sh- uh, shot. Actually, the worst footy, footy flicks uh, are the are the practices that the coach makes them do at the university because they're not really footy flicks, but they're like no team trains like that. Like, why would you want to gas out your players before you guys right. play a game? Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> the small guy jumping on the other guy's back just... That was hilarious. That was awesome. Do you know another thing? There's so many goals as well that we see, and it's kind of like a super low angle, and all you see is like a goalie like diving, and the ball just yeah. going over, and it's like somebody just they just like dive, and then someone just threw it in, and like, yep, that's another goal. We'll put that yeah. one in. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for uh, footy flicks for this week. So nothing too inspiring, more comedic uh, in a, in a bad way, not even a good way. But um, let's get to the trivia. Are you guys ready for trivia? Sure. Does yep. anybody have the points board up? I don't remember the points. Yeah. Um, currently, the scores are Ragav in the lead with eight. I'm in Oof. second with six, and Mark has five. So you guys could both... Uh, you could leapfrog me, Adam, and Mark could at least catch up to me if he gets all of them right. Uh, so let's start uh, trivia. So today's trivia questions have to or do relate to Indian football. Uh, not the most, not the most uh, popular football in the world, but nonetheless, I think it's getting better as a country at football. They are starting to throw some money at it, so we'll see. Yeah, if you super league, right? And like, a, yeah. there like is a super league. retired, like older slash retired players have ended up going there. Well, Ian Hume played in, the, in that Hume league. Yeah, yeah, Ian Hume. Yeah. 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 Um, Portsmouth effects. David James. Portsmouth goalkeeper. Yeah, L- uh, Luis Garcia, ex Liverpool, played oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they're trying to they're trying to do it, and these teams actually sell out, man. I've seen some highlights yeah. on on YouTube, and it's like, damn, that's a good crowd. Um, but anyways, let's get to the first question, and it sort of has to do with the Indian Super League. <laughs> what is the name of the league? that is considered joint division one with the Indian super league. Is it the I league? Is it the national football league or is it the Indian football championship? Mark, we'll go to you first. I'm going to say the I league. Uh, I was for some reason, you know, when you fall into like Wikipedia holes, I did one of those on Indian soccer and I'm 90% sure it's I league. And if it's not I league, then cricket league is called I league. How about, how about yourself, uh, Adam? I think I league as well. When you said that, that <coughs> jumped at me. You guys are both correct. Yeah. So India actually does have uh, two uh, t- uh, Division One leagues. That's the I League and that's the Indian Super League. The difference, the I League is more of a club-based league with promotion and relegation, whereas the Indian Super League is like MLS. It's more franchise-based. Um all that good stuff. The Indian Super League is, of course, leapfrogging I League in popularity and TV deals and commercial and commercialization. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, there is the I League, which uh, in the past has produced some good footballers as well as good Indian football teams. All right, next question. So you guys both got that right. Uh, but next question: the biggest derby in India is called the Kolkata Derby. Who is it played between? Is it JCT Mills and Sporting Club de Goa, Northeast United FC, 
versus Mohammedan SC or East Bengal versus Mohan Bagan? We'll start with Adam. I will go the second choice. Which is Northeast United versus Mohammedan SC? Yeah, I'll go with that. And how about yourself, Mark? I'm going to go with the third choice. Which is East Bengal versus Mohan Bagan? Yes. All right. So for that one, Mark, you're correct. All right. So this derby um, actually pulls in up to 80,000 spectators every game. Wow. They are the two yeah, they are the two most successful uh, club teams in India, having won 20, 30 odd titles each. Um, Mohan Bagan actually played Bayern Munich in a friendly, which was Oliver Kahn's testimonial match, cool. uh, in which Bayern Munich won 3-0, and there was 100,000 people at that match. Um, the stadium that they play uh, playing is called the salt lake stadium i don't know why um <laughs> it's called the salt lake salt stadium lake. used to be able to uh hold a hundred thousand people um now it's at around eighty thousand. it actually hosted a friendly between argentina and venezuela i believe where messi did actually play so eighty thousand people in the oh, city of kolkata got to see messi play uh which was awesome and they they don't call it the el catico because they would have done that in north america Interesting fact. So <laughs> Mohan Bagan actually just joined, um, merged with Atletico de Kolkata, which was an uh, Indian Super League team. Yeah, and, now they're and now they're called uh, Atletico Mohan Bagan. And they're not one of like Atletico's... Uh, I think they still might be. I think they still might be. They had one in India, right? Yeah. They Atletico, have... Atletico Kolkata was the ones. Yeah, okay. Because they have one in uh, San Luis, Mexico, and then... Um, they had one in India, yeah. Yeah, Atletico Kolkata was under the Atletico banner. Yeah. Um, so that team merged with Mohan Bagan, and Mohan Bagan now plays in the ISL instead of uh, the I-League, as well as East Bengal is now in the ISL instead of the I-League as well. So that derby happens uh, three times a year, twice in the Indian Super League. And then um, they play their state championships, very much like Brazil, how they play their state championships. So they have like the Takario and all that stuff. Um, they have that in a similar concept in India as well. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Sunil Chetri is a player that I mentioned in during this podcast. Um, he's also from the Northeast, very much like our main character. Which of which one of the following clubs has Sunil Chetri signed with in the past? N number one, DC United. Number two, Sporting Lisbon. Or number three, Villarreal. Mark, we'll go for you first. Um, for it, it's a toss-up between the second and third. So Sporting Lisbon and Villarreal. Yeah. I'm going to guess and say Villarreal. Okay. And how about yourself, Adam? I'll go Sporting Lisbon. Just to make it Adam, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, I put in DC United because he actually did sign with Sporting, uh, no, Kansas City Wizards at that time. Uh, so he has actually played for them in a US Open Cup game and in a friendly against Manchester United. He actually didn't make any league appearances. He actually didn't make any league appearances, uh, first team appearances for Sporting uh, Club de Portugal or Sporting Lisbon either. He played for their reserve team, so he played for Sporting B. Uh, when was that? Like what uh, era? 2013, 2014, something like that. Oh, 2015, okay. yeah. Um, and Villarreal, he obviously never played for. Uh, but that uh, point goes to Adam. So you guys both got the first one right. Mark got the second. And then Adam, you got the third. So what are the point standings looking like now? 
I don't think any of you guys caught up to me, so that's Mark good news. Trailing in seventh. Oh no, you did catch up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you and me are both joint top ragger with eight points. But it's your movie next week, correct? Uh, yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're to pull back out in front. I have to, I have to, uh, yeah, a chance to pull back. All right. So um, now that we're done with trivia, we're done with uh, footy flicks, and we've you know briefly walked through the movie. Let's now do what we got to do and place this on the match day matinee table. And so just to reiterate on the match day matinee table in number one, first place is summer of 92. Uh, number two is Shaolin soccer. Number three is when Saturday comes. Number four is all the freckles in the world. Number five is goal to living the dream. Number six is captain Subasa Euro Dykeson. And number seven is my English soccer adventure. So Mark, let's start with you. Where does this one go? Um, I mean, it's it's better than my English soccer adventure, so it's it's already climbed up to seventh, and it it wasn't more oh, man those last ten minutes though. I was gonna say it's not more entertaining than Captain Tsubasa, but it kind of was. I'm gonna put it in number six because Captain Tsubasa Ooh. gave me thirty minutes of entertainment, and so did Penalty with its terrible last ten to fifteen, and then the fifteen minutes of Street Army stuff. So number six for me. So number six, so you, you're dropping Captain Tsubasa in my English soccer adventure. Number, number seven, yeah. And it, not a slight against Captain Tsubasa, it's just it was a mish. It was a short, it wasn't a, a full feature. Okay, Adam, we move on to you. I would not have put it above Captain Tsubasa. <laughs> it's definitely better than my English soccer adventure, but Cap, at least Captain Tsubasa did what it's, like, it was exactly what you expected. Sure, it was short, but like, it was fun, had its own like racial overtones in there <laughs> within its own way. Um, but the football was more entertaining. Like it was a great, and I, I'm into Captain Tsubasa because I just finished the video game like last week or the week before. So I'm going to say it's, yeah, it's not better than this. I'd put it in seventh personally. Uh, the Death Brothers in this remind me of like the Takabana Brothers yeah. in Tsubasa. Yeah. <laughs> And then the one guy with the big hair was like another uh, Subasa character. Yeah. This is interesting because I'm in the range where both of you guys are, but that, that was my whole thing. Do I put it above Captain Subasa or below? Uh, definitely better than my English soccer adventure. How bad could that movie actually be for this to, for this to be like above that? Um, yo, dude, I don't know, man. Like I, I came out of Captain Subasa wanting to watch, possibly watch more. If you told me yeah, there was a sequel yeah. to this movie, I would not go and rush to watch it. That's a good point. And there's yeah. a video game for it. And it's like, it's anime. It's good. Uh, so I put this below Captain Tsubasa. Okay. For sure. So it goes to number seven for me. Yeah. My English soccer adventure drops. Uh, are, are you guys all aligned with that? Are we putting this at number seven? I'm happy yeah. with that. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so just to remind everybody, uh, our table now looks like summer of 92 in first place, Shaolin soccer in second place. When Saturday comes in third place, all the freckles in the world in fourth goal two and five, uh, captain Subasa in six penalty in seven. And my English soccer adventure drops down to eighth place and will most likely keep drop. Well, I don't actually, I shouldn't say that cause we don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go into next week or any of the subsequent weeks with a bias already in my head. So I'm just going <laughs> okay. to... Just, fair to it, yeah. Alex and me has to be better than my English soccer adventure. Which? Alex and me. 
Alex. <laughs> Just yeah, it's got to be better. There's no okay. way. Mind. We'll, we'll we'll give that a watch and we'll see. Um, but that brings us to the end of our show for this week. So we did watch Penalty and we reviewed it, and you know we didn't love much about it, but you know there you have it. Um, Adam, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, Joypad goalposts on Twitter and Instagram. Check out my YouTube. I uploaded a whole playthrough of the Captain Tsubasa game. And then this week I'm starting my playthrough of Volta mode from last year's FIFA that I never finished. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Mark, where can people find you? I'm Mark83 on Twitter and on Instagram I'm at A3Football. And as for myself, you can find me at Rag of Sandu on both uh, Twitter on and Instagram. Um, also, keep connecting with the at Match Day Matinee um, on Twitter as well. You know, we're always looking for requests. We're always looking to engage with our fans. Go ahead. How's our um, Match Day Matinee Fantasy League going? Oh, it's going well. I think we've got 47 entrants, maybe over 50 entrants. Am I at 46? <laughs> I'm definitely amongst the last dude. I I I'm not doing well in this. Who's season. winning right now? Um, yeah, let's let me shout out. let's give them the shout out. So shout out goes to the real fantasy. It's sorry, I don't want to butcher the person's name, but it's Olu Watsonen Ajiboyi. Aji um, and then shout out to my cousin Mitten as well. You're in second place and almost oh, nice. uh, almost amongst the top. Um, and then Martin Holmes is in third, also not too far behind. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, so keep playing. Um, you know, we're thankful that all of you guys are in our fantasy league, but also keep engaging with us. As I was saying before, at match day matinee on Twitter, always looking for requests, always looking to engage with our fans. Visit our web- website at matchdaymatinee.com. Um, always great information about us, who we are, the match day matinee table and more content coming soon. Uh, but that's it for our show. So from the terraces to the cinema, we're match day matinee. See you next time.